Hello everyone and welcome to the Caramel Rock podcast. I'm your host, Renata Hoga. In every episode, we will be talking to a different guest working within the fashion and creative industry. We will be discussing their career journeys whilst also focusing on their current role within the fashion and creative industry. Today's guest is Rebecca Tembo. Rebecca is not only a fashion designer, but she's also an entrepreneur, author, podcaster and business strategist. In our conversation, Rebecca talks us through her journey into fashion and entrepreneurship. She goes into detail about how her namesake brand was born from her love for jumpsuits and how she's intentional about using an array of tools and services to share her knowledge and wisdom with fellow entrepreneurs and designers. A true inspiration, she is wise beyond her years and has so much for us to learn from. So let's get into the episode. Welcome, Rebecca, to the Caramel Rock podcast. It's great to have you on. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. If you just wanted to start off by telling us a little bit about yourself and your journey so far. Sure. So my name is Rebecca Tembo. I am a fashion designer, um, really just known for my jumpsuits through my self-titled brand and now the founder of The Entry Platform, which is um, a community for aspiring and startup fashion designers. We really emphasize on business mindset and design and um, I also co-founded the FMCG the fashion management consultancy group and we do group coaching so currently we're doing a six months program helping designers either launch their brands or if they've already launched then just scale up basically um so yeah that is me that's what I do (laughs) I love it so busy it's incredible so you said that you are a fashion designer so how did you start that what inspired you to pursue fashion design So my earliest memory is drawing a strapless mermaid gown um, on this like religious retreat thing I went with with my mum when I was super, super young. And I just kept drawing the same dress and I still don't know why. But then later on, I just got into the habit of drawing clothes and I would like design my own collections and I'll write all these long pieces about them and just enjoy just designing you know um I went to school and I really wanted to do fashion when you pick your options in year 10 and my my dad was like no like you're not doing fashion like what the hell that's that's for people that aren't smart or whatever you know and I was very academic so I was really upset about it but I was like whatever I studied geography business blah blah blah, and I love geography so I was fine then when I went to sixth form I wanted to do textiles and my dad was like no I think you should do fashion as a hobby like get your career and then you can do a fashion brand on the side or whatever um so I again ignored that but then something happened um when I was in my first year of college I would say just a revelation that I was meant to you know do fashion so I told my parents I'm gonna go and apply for this fashion school in London and my mom was super supportive she was like yeah sure go and do it I applied, I did my interview, I got in and then my dad thought it was like a evening school sort of thing. So he was like to me, so how are you going to do like, you know, college and fashion school? And I was like, I'm leaving college to go to fashion school. And oh my God, we did not speak for three weeks, like, because he was so against it. And he also kind of like turned my mom against it because he was just, my dad's an academic, he's he's a deputy head. So for him, it was like, she's not going to get a job after uni and all of this stuff. And my mom started to think the same thing too, that she generally didn't understand what was going on. Um, but after three weeks, so we went to church, my pastor was like, look, the way you would support my brother with 
whatever he wants to do the same way to support Rebecca like a career is a career it's, they're all difficult it doesn't matter that's what she, fashion is what she's meant to do so they were fine they signed the papers I went to fashion school and I actually did end up leaving a few months early um, before the course finished but I learned a lot of stuff and I love the city life I love being in London you know in central London and everything so for me it was just like a step close into the world that I wanted to be in mean interesting people um and just understanding myself a lot more obviously understanding the basics of fashion I don't think you need it but it was um good to just be around it and then I started making custom pieces um got customers straight away because it was like prom season ball season and it literally just went from there but I hated making custom pieces I actually didn't enjoy it so eventually I was like I need to do something that really shows my aesthetic and really shows the direction of the brand that I feel like I'm creating and I literally just said you know what I love jumpsuits I feel very sexy very confident very empowered people were picking up the fact that I was always wearing jumpsuits I didn't even notice that until I put the pictures together and I was like oh my god I've been wearing jumpsuits every weekend like when I'm going out to dinner and um I was like yeah let me just do jumpsuits I'm just gonna go all in and do jumpsuits it just felt right and I did and it worked out and people loved them and yeah I was happy doing that um then I took a very unplanned long break from last September because I was extremely overwhelmed having a made order business so yeah it, it just gets crazy sewing all these pieces making these pieces doing everything for the business that I just needed a break to really recoup and reignite my passion and my excitement um, and now I'm working on some new pieces so yeah that's my story in a nutshell <laughs> <laughs> wow and I think I can totally relate not that I think I can totally relate to African parents being like fashion design is just a hobby you can't pursue it you know go be a doctor or something and yeah just having to kind of convince them that you know it's worthwhile it's something you're passionate about and it's something that you can actually be successful in um it's it's a challenge and you kind of have to have um tough skin to kind of be like this is what I'm doing and focusing and actually doing it and it's amazing to see that you kind of stuck to your guns and you pursued um what you wanted to do and you kind of persevered and you know now you have a you know a thriving business well multiple thriving businesses and um just doing the things that you you love being a designer and creating all these um amazing pieces I know that from our previous conversations, um, one of your um, strategies to kind of um, showcase yourself was using social media. So tell us a little bit about how social media played a part in building your business. Yeah, so that was completely unplanned. And I didn't I didn't even realise that you could use social media to really promote yourself like this. So when I first did my first dress that I ever made, I actually was watching a YouTube tutorial and I was like, you know, what? I'm going to try and make this dress. Um, and I did. And I posted it on Twitter, Snapchat, Instagram. And that's how I got my first client. So just from sharing my work. And I think I look now, I can look back now and, and just say I've always been storytelling. And I didn't realize that until just grown old and realizing that story storytelling was a thing or is a thing. Mm -hmm. But I would share that I made it and if I make something really quick, if I make it in three hours, I'll say I made it in three, three hours. Or if it took really long, I'll say, yeah, this took long because of this is that. And I'll explain like why I like it. And, you know, like I really just was vulnerable and open and transparent with my journey. And I think people just liked that and inspired them. Um, and it gave them something to 
push them forward with whatever they were doing. But I just got loads of clients from that because once you are a storyteller and you're sharing your journey with people, people invest in you. And when they are thinking, it's my birthday, it's my wedding, it's my whatever, they're going to think, oh, I want to work with this person. I've been seeing them grinding. I want to be working with them. So yeah, social media really helped me in that sense of just telling my story. Amazing. And I think that's the beauty of social media, being able to be transparent and actually show people um, as much as you want about yourself and um, what what's going on with the business and things. And what were the highlights and challenges um, in the beginning stages of developing your business while, and also kind of juggling to um, build that social presence? I'm trying to think of a highlight. <laughs> Not that there hasn't been, but it's really, really, really hard. Um, I can remember a lot of challenges. Um, okay, challenges were... I would say the financial aspect of it because I didn't realize this whole concept of like having a relationship with money and how your childhood affects you and how you spend money, how you feel about money and then how that now affects your choices um, So and decisions. So for me, it was difficult because I was a spender um, and I would make money and I just didn't really get to see it. And then I didn't even know how to price a garment correctly. So when I first started, I was you know, charging 40 pounds to make a dress, which would take me like the week to make that that's like, not normal. Um, and it took my colleague at my one of my first jobs telling me like, you need to increase your price. My neighbor's a bridal designer. She was like, you need to be charging in the hundreds. Like, what is this all about? She'll always tell me to go to this shop in Peckham. There's someone there that charges 600 pounds for a dress. And this is that she really just opened my eyes to the fact that I was just Put, put myself in a box and I felt like I had to be cheap because I wanted people to just shop with me but then I'm sacrificing my mental health and just even how I feel about myself and what I'm capable of so um yeah the wins were definitely the people that I've met along the journey um and the opportunities I've, I've been able to have because I I do speak in events and um just people I don't know I've just made friends that I just know that we wouldn't be friends if I didn't do what I was doing because we wouldn't have that reason to talk to each other even from getting my my old job which was in fashion as in working in production like I if I didn't have the experience of running my own brand I wouldn't have been able to get that job and I just felt so lucky to be able to just be in that environment where I can really see how a brand operates from a business perspective, which a lot of people don't get to see. And I I learned so much from what they were doing wrong as well. So yeah, definitely the people I've met, the experiences I've had and being able to have that experience in my old job as well. Amazing. And there's, there's significance in that being able to kind of put yourself out there and having all these, you know, happy accidents and building these connections and learning these things, which then kind of propel you to your next stage and your next level. And it's really like what I'm getting from your stories about, you know, taking that risk and um, putting yourself out there. And then, you know, lots of other things kind of come your way. So what advice do you have for aspiring um, fashion business owners and how they can use um, social media in the ways that you've been using it to kind of propel themselves forward? Yeah, so I always advise people, like I said before, like share your story and allow people to be invested in who you are. Because now if you find out about a brand, automatically you're Googling who founded it and you're looking for articles and YouTube videos and podcasts. Like you want to know more about the person and it just makes us feel good. And when it comes to creating 
content I guess basically it's creating a personal brand and within that personal brand your content should basically be able to inspire and educate and convert so inspire them to be a better them not to be you to be better as whoever they are and that's just through them seeing you doing the work and that doesn't mean you should document every single thing that you do because you actually need to be working um but it's just snippets of your day and you know what sometimes I'll just upload on my Instagram stories like I'll have the camera like set up on my desk in my office and you'll just see me like typing on the computer and you know it's it's not a big deal everyone can type at a computer but someone will see that in the morning and be like let me get up and just go and smash it because someone else is working you know um and then educate, which is like what I do with the entry. Like I actually teach you how to start a fashion brand and the convert is when they buy into something. So whether that's buying into your clothing brand or buying into, if you have something at like the entry platform, it could be like a service. Maybe you do graphic design or build websites on the site. Like you're able to actually help them and they convert into a paid customer. So yeah, that's how I would do it. Yeah, I think it's always a, an exchange, isn't it? It's like, you might have you have a great product and you want people to kind of buy into it but then also it's like getting them to your door first of all and kind of getting them invested into what you're doing and seeing your value and then you know they will want to you know either tag along and stay along for the ride or also invest in the products and the services that you're um, delivering which is great and I think social media is the big is the best platform because it's free for us to kind of put stuff on there no one's charging you to to use the services um so it's definitely like a good tool to use to get your name out there but to also share um like you said and inspire each other and so um going back to the business and being a creative because I think um, that's the biggest challenge, balancing that act, isn't it? Being able to produce I- your ideas and design and make your creations, but also remembering actually, if I'm wanting this to be a business, I have to have that business mindset. I have to be able to know about sales, about marketing, about you know all the different strategies within business and finding that balance. And I think you're a great example of that balance because you have you know the Rebecca Tembo um, fashion um, line and brand, but you also have the entry level platform and also the consultation sorry the consultations that you're doing um you have that great balance of being able to be a creative and um be business-minded um so yeah so talk to us a little bit about that journey um so with I guess the business stuff I think just because I love to read I learn a lot from just reading books and I recommend that everybody reads or listen to audiobooks if you want to um because that is like no one told me like oh as a fashion designer you need to know business but for me it was just it was just common sense of course you need to know business but I wanted to just learn and I think I was just very lucky to have like positive influences influences in my life when at the beginning of my journey that I didn't even know them personally and now I can say they're my friends but I didn't know them because they're obviously much bigger than me in terms of what they've done in their careers um but I remember DMing this girl called Ali she runs AYM studio and I was asking her about business and everything and she was giving me all of these books to read and I was a reader but I didn't even know like this is what I should be reading so I bought the books and I was just amazed at the information that I just when I read it it was like such a rush because I've never just had access to it and I couldn't believe you can access this information in a book like a 10 pound book so for me it's definitely um 
yeah, like the business just came from reading and studying and seeing what other people are doing as well. You really don't have to pay someone to tell you. You can just observe what other people are doing and just do the same thing basically and figure out what works for you. Um, And in terms of the second part of your question, which was... Entry level. Uh, did that idea it's actually the entry platform <laughs> sorry entry platform sorry it's okay um so the entry platform came about last year april 2020 when covid basically hit us and i was like okay well what am i gonna do because i know people probably don't want to be buying expensive jumpsuits to wear during this period and um i thought okay well i've done if two workshops already and a webinar just teaching people how to start a brand so why don't i just make this into a course And because I listened to loads of podcasts and read loads of books, I was very aware of this like online creator course, digital products kind of world. So I just for like two weeks binged course creating podcasts and found loads of people that I literally religiously watch their content even now on YouTube and everything and really understood what this whole world was about. And then I was like, cool. And within that two weeks, I made a website and I basically planned the curriculum and I was like, cool, this is what we're going to do. We're going to do this. I fasted for like a week as well. That was like the last time I fasted. <laughs> and um, I launched it. And within the first week, I had 48 students enroll into a seven-week live program. And yeah, for seven weeks, every week, I'll drop a module. So instead of me having to do all the modules up front, it was drip-fed. So like every week, I would create the module, then drop it the next Monday. I would do a live Zoom Q&A every week as well. And it was just such a fulfilling thing for me. Like I felt so happy every time I got off the calls and just seeing how much I was helping people. There were like nearly 40 pieces of resources, just templates and stuff that they could use as well. Um, It took a lot of work. It was a full-time job creating that course, but it was one of the best things I've ever done. So um, yeah, that's how it came about. And then after that, I just got really tired and burnt out. And I was like, oh my God, I can't, I can't do this. I need to have a break. I was doing my fashion stuff. And then I think it was really after that period of now getting burnt out from my clothing brand, I was like, hmm, I was meant to do the course again, but I don't think I have enough energy to do another seven week program. I need something that's quick (laughs) that I can do in a day. So I ended up doing a masterclass on Zoom, which to my surprise had like 200 and something people buy a ticket to. Um, And I was like, okay, like that was another level unlocked of what you can do online. And um, from there, that's when I had a really clear vision of what I wanted the entry to be, which is a multimedia company. Um, And I wrote a book, I created planners, um, have events and workshops and coaching packages and stuff. And it just became this amazing community that I wish I had when I started. 100%. 100%. So yeah, I'm very proud of it. That's exciting. And I'm glad um, like people can access all these things because even for me, when I think about when I wanted to pursue um, fashion design, there wasn't a lot of stuff out there about the industry or even people like yourself wanting to talk about what they know and sharing it. And it's great that, you know, all these resources are available and people can actually find out more and also realise the opportunities that are out there within the industry because we don't realize that we just always assume it's like whoever we see in the cover but there's so much we can do and there's so much that um so many resources and so many um ways that you can kind of take your knowledge and share with other people and allow them to also um expand and do whatever it is they want to do with the coaching services how how do they kind of run 
So we have a few different packages. Um, so what I have right now is a one-to-one call. We call it power hour. So it's 60 minutes and basically people just book on a call with me and I answer all the questions they have. Um, and I recommend that they give me like a good idea of what they're trying to get out of it before. So I can just prepare myself. Then there is um, package, sorry, project clarity, which is a four hour intensive session. So that's if you really want to create a strategy, whether it's social media marketing sales or just really get to the root of your business. It could be identifying your customer, like whatever it is that we can do in four hours to make you kind of scale up and have a plan in, in place that you feel comfortable and confident in, especially if you just don't know what to do. So that's more for people that have already started. Or it could be that you want to start and it's just more the initial parts before launching your brand. Um, and then there is Project Create, which is helping aspiring designers just start their brands in the sense of the production side of things. So we will go into your customer research that's always going to be super important but getting your designs produced so it's basically going from like I've got an idea to I have my samples or I've placed my bulk order and I've oversee the whole project with them and then finally there's project launch which is the big package where we do all of the production stuff all the strategy stuff all the mindset stuff all the money stuff and we go from like I've got an idea to I've launched my brand and that's including your packaging your branding your e-commerce like everything within that um and it just again it's it's a difficult journey sometimes and you just feel like you need support a lot of the time I feel like people like to learn from someone that's a bit relatable to them someone that's done it already so it's like you know you're in safe hands um and I I generally enjoy like helping other people and seeing these brands come to life even with the group coaching I'm doing right now with my third company it's amazing to see the transformation and people go from like they had absolutely no idea what they were doing to I've done this I've done that and work with this manufacturer like just seeing all the progress being made it's so amazing and inspires me to work even harder so yeah that's how it kind of goes do you think it will ever connect with um you going back to being a designer and just designing or do you see yourself kind of staying on the entrepreneurial side and being more um as a coach I've always said that I want to be a businesswoman first, designer second, but me not designing for a few months wasn't planned and I just needed a break. And I was fortunate enough to create another business that allowed me to afford to have a break from producing clothing because obviously that was a loss of income. So, um, but I am so aware that I have to come back because with doing the entry and with doing FMCG, I have to be an example of what I'm talking about. I know things and I've done things I can talk about that, but then I need to be doing more and they need to see me as an example of what's possible. So if I'm not doing anything and I'm just talking, why would you want to listen to me? Like there's going to be someone else that will be doing all of these things with their brand and then they'll create their own platform and you're going to go over there because you're seeing more results. So for me, it was, I'm not even worried about coming back. It's just like, I just want to be the best that I can be as an example of what is possible out there. Um, and they will have to coexist. It's, it is very, very hard doing both. I'll be completely honest. It's difficult, but I'll have to find a way because I need Rebecca Tembo to do the entry and the entry helps me fund Rebecca Tembo. So it's, it all works together. Wow, that's amazing. And I think with fashion brands and fashion businesses, um, a lot of the time it's you have to kind of find funding elsewhere and investors from, from you know, God knows where. Well, not God knows where, but you have to find investors from outside like and get a CEO. And, and a lot of the time 
when you don't have an infrastructure where you're controlling the money that's coming in, you kind of then lose touch with the designs that you're producing and you lose touch with the quality because sometimes if you get a CEO in or if you get an investor, they're just wanting to see um, money, money, money. So they sometimes your designs are compromised. Sometimes the um, aesthetic of the brand is also compromised because of the pressure that you're getting from investors. But it's cool to see that you've kind of created your own model or your own cycle where you're in in essence having control over every single element because if you're working with the entry platform and getting um, services and generating money from that that you can then put into Rebecca Tembo that's giving you control over all parts so there's nobody uh, there's not a third party coming in and saying you know actually you should do this because we need to generate you know it's taking off that pressure um, which is great and is that something that you had in mind at the beginning or was it because of like a you know you had to fight kind of moment nothing was planned honestly even when I created the entry platform I didn't think it was actually going to be a thing but I do know that a few years ago I was like oh I really want to create like a community for designers I didn't know exactly what it would be but I knew that I wanted to create something and I definitely wrote it down and I thought I would do it like two years ago but the year just went and I didn't I wanted to write a book like there was a lot of things I wanted to do and I actually ended up just doing it last year and I think it was good timing with the pandemic obviously that was unfortunate but um a lot of people were at home so they it it made sense to do virtual events and courses and whatnot but it, it grew to something that I didn't think it would ever be and it's only now when you're in it you realize how much potential there is in terms of making money and if I'm not doing Rebecca Tembo like oh I'm taking a break obviously that's not generating income so I have to get income from somewhere and if I can get income and be able to invest into my clothing brand it just so happened that that's how it worked out otherwise I could do Rebecca Tembo and I could make pieces myself and use that profit to reinvest but I don't want to be sewing so you know um but yeah it, it just life is just interesting and you kind of just have to go with the flow you don't need to know the answer straight away but everything always works out as cliche as it sounds it always works out 100 percent. and talk to us a little bit about your book you're an author as well <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah, so I wrote a book called stumbling into personal branding lessons from 2020 and it was really just about the year that I had last year I released it in November and I touch on loads of things that I feel can build a strong personal brand at a smaller level you don't need to have millions of followers or over 10k followers to do this like I did this when I had less than 10k followers and you know it's through relationship building and building desirability around your personal brand and what you do um learning how to make money understanding your relationship with money um there's 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 a lot and I have all these different examples of people um in the book that I feel have used these things that I mentioned, whether it's consistency, focus, desirability, whatever it is, they've really nailed it. And I talk about my own personal experiences. It's a very short book, so it's quick to like read and digest. You can read it in a day. Um, but a- another very, very proud moment because it was self-published and I just did it. Like I knew I wanted to do it and I just did it. So that made me really, really happy. Um, and it did well. The first day we sold a hundred books and then yeah we've done quite a few hundred now um but yeah very excited and hopefully I can write another one soon I really admire your you know go going spirits like I'm writing a book and you just do it there's no kind of "Mm, should I should I not you kind of just like fire 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 it's great to see thank you and um so what's the kind of ultimate goal for all of these um businesses that you are running do you ever see them merging 
No. <laughs> with FMCG, that's separate. That's obviously with the co-founders. So I feel like with FMCG, we just want to collaborate doing group coaching, group retreats, whatever it is. We want to do the group stuff together. Um, with the entry, my vision is extremely clear. I definitely want it to be like a big multimedia company but obviously still with fashion so everything we're doing now but better so we'll have someone that's writing or a team of people that are doing the blog content and all of these amazing content features you know whether it's an interview with somebody or we're actually doing a fashion designer diary thing right now so you kind of go through the day it's in written format but you go through the day with fashion designer and you can read it and I was inspired by refinery 29's money diaries where they like say how much they earn and then they go and show you how much they spent within the week but our one is just a day and it shows you what we spend in a day as a designer as well as what we've done throughout the day as well. So things like that, I want you to just go into the website and you're like, oh my God, I just want to binge, binge, binge all of this content. Um, and it's basically just improving what we have. So our podcast, having bigger guests and creating a great audio experience, um, having in real life events again and being able to create an amazing experience that you just can't get anywhere. Having guests that you can't even believe in the same room as them it's literally that that's what I'm trying to create right now um and yeah I'm, I'm very excited for where that's gonna go and then with um I'm not gonna sell it though I thought about selling the company at some point but it, it needs to reach like a valuation of like 50 mil which is high for me for that sort of company but I think it's possible anyway sorry for another day with RT that's my baby and I plan to keep her the brand for like until I die like I don't want to retire because I generally enjoy what I do um so I just want to again just be a great example of what is possible I wanted to create the clothing that I want to create and not feel trapped or anything because oh, oh I need it needs to be super super affordable or whatever like no I'm just designing and I want to be great with marketing great with the systems and processes behind it and dress obviously amazing people um and just be that like cult it brand for a certain type of woman, which is she's contemporary, she's modern, she's empowering, um, she's got her money. It's not her money, she's got her husband's money. Like she's she's good basically. And I want to be able to represent her. That's amazing. And I'm excited to see that growth and seeing you guys become all of that. So what can people look forward to in the nearer future? So I guess to look forward to is the podcast season two coming back. Amazing interviews lined up with Anifa, Women's Wear for I London, um, Fanfare Label, Loud Brand Studios. Like there's loads <laughs> coming up. Um, and with RT, yeah, in June, I'll be dropping some new designs and I'm going to be doing it regularly, like dropping them regularly. But it's, it's like finally coming back to fashion after all of these months so I'm excited about that and I feel like well we're not doing only jumpsuits now so that will be interesting to see people's reaction um and even for myself I've just given myself a challenge of designing anytime I go out or even even if I'm not going out just creating pieces to showcase my work because I got to a point where I was so used to you know like receiving a certain amount of attention on social media for my work then you become complacent you don't really do anything so now I'm like I need to definitely like challenge myself to keep improving my skills and to just design like keep designing even if I don't need to release it I'm just making um 
And then with FMCG, we're still working on things. But um, after this six months group coaching program, which ends in September, we'll probably take a break for the rest of the year. And then next year, we'll probably come back and do um, the second cohort and hopefully a international retreat as well. We've been talking about. So, yeah, loads of exciting things. That's exciting. And we'll definitely keep an eye out for all, all those goodies. And um, where can people find you on social media or online? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at I am Rebecca Tembo. On Instagram, my clothing brand is Rebecca Tembo Official and the entry is the entry underscore platform and FMCG is the FMCG. Amazing. Well, thank you for coming on. It's been great to have you on. Thank you for having me. Before wrapping up the episode, I'm going to talk a little about the charity. For each episode of this season, I will discuss one of the five arms of Caramel Rock. One of the arms of Caramel Rock is mentoring and enrichment. At Caramel Rock, we are passionate about seeing this generation work towards their dreams. We are enthusiastic about mentoring and instilling confidence to those who intend to develop their lives or even start up their own business. Our objective is to ensure our recipients gain a better understanding of how they can develop their skills and most importantly, how they can contribute to society. Personal growth is encouraged here at Caramel Rock and we take the time to empower students with the relevant skills needed. Each of our courses include a personal development plan, which enables students to track their personal progress and ensure that they are moving in the right direction. We have come to the end of this episode. Thank you for listening. We would love to know what you thought about this episode. Send us an email with your feedback at admin at caramelrock.com. If you like the episode, please share it. Be sure to never miss an episode by subscribing to the podcast on your favourite podcast listening app. Caramel Rock is a fashion and creative arts educational charity focusing on developing the next generation of designers and creatives by providing training and job opportunities to young people. To register onto one of our courses or find out more about us, visit caramelrock.com or DM us on Instagram at caramelrockofficial. I've been your host, Renata Hoger. See you on the next episode.